1: I have welcomed all kinds of great guests, including Cola Scola, Bowen Yang, Robbie Hoffman. It goes on and on and on. And you don't want to miss the 200th episode with the great Maria Bamford. What does she bring me? Find out April 25th. New episodes every Thursday. Follow I Said No Gifts wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>
2: are you leaving? Are you on your way back home? Either way, we wanna be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage time and date terminal and gate we want to send you off in style we want to welcome you back home tell us all about it were you scared or was it fine mouth horn. <laughs>
1: Uh, with Karen and Chris. Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks.
3: And this is Karen Kilgariff.
1: Uh, we are, uh, we're in the car. It feels great. How are you, Karen?
3: Chris, I'm good. Uh, feeling great in the car.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> We, I'm not recording right now. I'm not on the ones and twos, and I don't know what to do with myself.
3: It's kind of great. We finally liberated Chris from the job of being a a co-host and the sound engineer, and we hired one Mr. Stephen Ray Morris from the Percast and See Jurassic Right, uh, among many other things. Oh, my favorite murder, uh, sound engineer. Um, Stephen, how are you?
1: I'm doing great. I'm excited to be in the back of a in the back of your
2: car today
3: (laughs) did you give yourself a mic steven
2: i did not (laughs) oh you're
3: you're on our guest mic. he's on the guest mic i love it well we better get to the guest then Of no relation
1: We have a guest today And his name is Jordan Morris Oh, I didn't even put that together Yeah, I know I just did just now Jordan Did you guys know you had the same last name? Uh, We did And we're uh, taking a DNA
4: test back here So hopefully by (laughs) the end of the ride We'll have a fun reveal
1: (laughs) This show brought to you by
3: 23andMe
4: (laughs) Go to 23andMe.com slash ride
1: You just have to wait three months To find out you're not Native American (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, you're not going to college
4: I'm just going to go ahead and keep telling people I am, though, because uh, I think it makes me more interesting. Hi,
3: guys. It definitely does. Jordan, what is your uh, tribe or nation?
4: Yeah. Mm, well, I mean, I consider myself a citizen of the world. Okay. So, all tribes are my tribe. Uh, um, but mm-hmm. my real one is <laughs> Mohawk <laughs> Foot
1: Black Mohicans. <laughs> the Mohawk Foot Black Mohicans. Yeah. We're, We're a proud people. They were violent, right? Sure, yes. Well, they won a lot of battles.
3: Oh, sorry, excuse me. We just got handed a cease and desist order. Really? Uh, yeah, we're not allowed to talk about this at all.
4: Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, for right. the best. Honestly, right. I agree with whoever handed that down. You're right, you're I right. Think what, I mean, obviously, let's just backtrack and explain the joke a little bit. What we were parodying <laughs> was uh, entitled white people who right. like to talk about how they're one-eighth Native American huh. because they feel it gives them some,
1: uh, I don't know, like... Complaining, cred. complaining, cred, or something. Right, yeah. and Anyways. I was playing that character. That wasn't just me saying a dumb thing.
3: No, never. <laughs> never. It's that always never a happens. character. Yeah. This is uh, the number one scripted show pod- <laughs> podcast on the uh, on the airways, right tightly
1: now. scripted Dane. too.
3: Who wrote the script today? We go over and over these lines. Yeah.
1: yeah, I'm trying to think what was notes, what we kicked out, what is new. Yeah. Dialogue.
3: It's just like soap operas. You just have to rememorize these pink pages and the lime pages and the golden rods that come in.
1: I just can't wait until I have an evil twin on the show. <laughs> Soon. Then <laughs> a romance with myself. The reason I haven't been on the show in a while is because I've been in a coma.
2: Oh yeah, so, and I've that's just,
3: right. I've just
4: awoken. It's a huge <laughs> twist. I'm a fan favorite, back from the dead.
3: God, we were screaming when Jordan woke up. It was we we thought he was dying. Yeah. yeah. Is
1: there anything different that you know about yourself since you've been in a coma? Uh, yeah, I mean, I just, you know,
4: I've had a lot of great coma dreams, a lot of coma stress dreams. Uh, I tell people I can play the drums and then we get on stage and I can't.
3: But you're also in a coma. But I'm also
4: in a coma. Yeah, yeah. yeah, That's Uh, stressful. So I've just had five years of that dream.
1: God. Well, people talk a lot of negative things about comas, but if they're they're relaxing, I'll tell you that. Yeah.
3: (laughs) I used to, as a child, um, and I think I got it from the dramas we watched at night, often pretend I'd like to put my arms outside of the blankets on my bed and pretend I was in a coma and people were coming to cry and visit (laughs) me. me. Did anyone else ever ever do that?
1: I... uh, as a young person, I would often pretend it was uh, I, I had a dying scene, and then credits were rolling. Yes, and people were crying. Yeah, and uh, I I did that quite often alone. No, there was no audience. <laughs> no, I would pretend to die. I would hum the theme music at the end of the movie. <laughs> And, uh, boy, I could have used And, and just take playmates. a big piece of construction paper and write out all the credits. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I'd slowly pan it down in front of a camera that yeah. didn't exist.
3: Hair by DeLeon.
1: <laughs> Chris Fairbanks' wardrobe provided by <laughs> Saks Fifth Avenue.
3: Guests of the yeah. Chris Fairbanks show stay at Omni Hotels.
1: <laughs> it's, it's like a game show with guests, but I die at the end of each episode. <laughs> no, har- No animals were harmed in the making of this child's game.
4: <laughs> this child's morbid game. This
1: strange, strange game that no one knows how we learn. I found out the hard way, they just say that at the end of things, because I was on a movie and I saw a horse die.
3: And no, you didn't
1: Yeah, I did I was next no. Wild horses Bumped a trained horse Into a post And it stuck in him And it was bloody And I saw it and Oh boy I'll be forever traumatized And then they Led everyone out A different way So they wouldn't see it <laughs> Covered
4: it with a blanket But it's like I have a secret And then the director Comes on the next day He's like Hello, yes, I'm 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 sorry, I'm on the phone with the horse hospital. Okay, full recovery? Wow, that's Happier amazing. than ever. All fake right, blood. Who would have made buckets oh, of fake blood? Just part of the movie that the cast didn't know?
3: Freed him onto a strawberry farm where he gets to eat anything he wants. Awesome. <laughs>
1: Okay, on with the movie. (laughs) Well, if you say his life was better than it was in the first place, I guess I have to believe you. (laughs) Well, blessing in disguise, then. (laughs) You are a doctor, Dr. Johnson, doctor of animals.
3: A thumbs up, you say? Okay.
1: (laughs) No, and then at the end of the movie, it says no no animals uh, were harmed during the making of this film.
3: I have a question. Yes. Was the place where you witnessed a horse death... Uh, the same movie where you got bitten by a, scorp- a tiny yes. scorpion. Yes.
1: Days it was days later. I had so many lawsuits. Pending. How?
3: You know, how don't you tell any of those stories by saying when I was on the cursed cowboy film? <laughs> because was, nothing good happened to you on that movie. Nothing
1: did. It was awful. And then at the but end. But you got that uh, Golden Globe,
4: right? <laughs> yeah. Is
1: that the one you won? The, oh, People's you, Choice Award. You People's beat Choice
3: McConaughey uh, yeah.
1: for Dallas Buyers Club. That I, was awesome. No, I got MTV's Best Kiss Award. man. Um, oh. It was didn't. such a brave performance you Thank gave, Craig. It was yeah. a really brave Kissing a dead per-
3: horse is not easy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the only way to bring it back to life. <laughs> got, horse
3: I, EMT. Horse sure, EMT. I
1: kissed his wounds. <laughs> <laughs> Just stuck my face in it. Oh, and it didn't work. It really didn't work. But then the
3: movie transitioned into Equus, and that was an amazing turn.
1: Yeah, and hot, too.
3: Yeah.
4: <laughs> Who I'll needs 50 talk. shades when you can see Chris Fairbanks <laughs> fucking. Uh, P- almost uh, dead horse. Everyone loves my gory horse porn. Think yeah. <laughs> like about my beaten head, dead horse. I'll do you one better.
3: Hello, folks. And credits are still rolling. Credits are still rolling. Longest death ever. Sure. Still have a few last breaths.
4: Uh,
1: then the U2 song kicks in. And, mm. and then at the very end, it says, member FDIC. <laughs> because that's what they say.
3: Shot uh, in Austin, Texas.
1: Yeah, there was the the only there were actors in this movie and it was called American Outlaws. And there were actors in it and you could tell they were all embarrassed that they were there. But they another thing they could get sued for is there was extras. I was just playing an extra. And they had wild horses galloping through this fake town, and they were just with a megaphone telling people when to dive out of the way. And they were diving too soon. Diving to the ground. Just like, what were they avoiding? A stage horses! Oh, a, horses, okay. A, a, Jordan! A, I'm sorry! Horses! A, a gang of wild horses with just a couple trained horses leading the way. But they had switchblades. The, right. the trained horses were not Union, and they all had knives. Oh, yeah. And Scabs. Scab, and scab were, horses. Scabs. They said if you, we promised everything is under control. If you could just jump a second later, and I—that's when I was like, "This is ridiculous. It's dangerous. It's 112." Yeah. I'm going to hide in the air-conditioned holding area, which uh, there was like one other person in there. And then as the horses came around the bend, that's when I saw the horse murder. Ugh. What's what does a scorpion bite feel like? Uh, terrible at first. I w- I thought it was a bee, and the the scorpion was just in the pants, and I put on these old dusty pants. Sure. And it was the first thing in the day that we all got on this. Wagon of people. Well, it I mean, like, everybody knows.
4: Before you put on dusty pants, you got to do the scorpion shake, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> you just give her three good whaps.
1: <laughs> Any little scorps are gonna fall out.
0: These are these are
1: instructions from my line dancing <laughs> class. <laughs> I uh, I they really could have shaken Shaken out the scorpions sure. from those pants. They wanted
3: one. someone else to shake them out for you. I
1: wasn't gonna do it. I I knew not diva. of scorpions. What and a diva! I, yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't. <laughs> I don't I don't shake my, own. my own pants. I'm from Fuse. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't done that yet. I was 23.
4: <laughs> I will at some point be on
3: Fuse. <laughs>
1: You'll see. Right I'll now, show you all. Yo, you rule the day. <laughs> oh, man. It really just hurt. Uh, I thought a bee was stinging me, and then I started laughing, and while pretending to load a wagon in the blurry background. <laughs> and it started to get so intense. It was one of the worst pains because it's unexpected and it's hidden in your pants and it was on my kneecap
3: and is it like snakes where the little ones have more poison in them
1: uh yes there was a little white one and and everyone's like oh those are the bad kind which I thought means you're gonna die but they don't kill you I guess like because I'm alive I'm sure of it actually yeah you you can
3: be (laughs) sure (laughs)
1: I, yeah, <laughs> it. it took
3: something out of yeah. you That's yeah. for sure
4: Your love of westerns I you like killed it. your love of westerns You're Sorry I just did. have to tell on
3: myself I just suggested that that the little ones have more poison As if I'm smart When actually it's because I've heard this story Yes well, About 11 times You know what
1: I am on the podcast I just huh? that And because I, I was about to say They had to yell cut Because my underwear Was purple And then I was like Oh I've told this before I am I just realized it I am I'm so limited I have 50 stories And that's why We can't podcast More frequently Because I ain't got Nothing up here
3: but the scorpion delivers. There's a different Rashomon-style way to look at it every single time we tell it. Well,
1: here's a good way to see it. Yeah, let's hear from the scorpion's it. point of view. <laughs> yes.
4: Well, I was well, I was in some pants. I'm a
3: baby, yeah, mind you.
4: Some yeah, I injected more poison than an adult, of course, <laughs> like a snake.
3: Also, I had been hired too, so yeah. I was also an extra. I was
4: also an extra. <laughs> got my SAG voucher.
3: What about my rights as an extra, yeah. scorpion?
4: Uh, Scorpion went on to win a Blockbuster Entertainment Award, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. He did a uh, panning across the opening scene from My Sons of Anarchy. Mm. That oh, won he was him, great uh... in that. He was great <laughs> in that. <laughs> oh, whoops. Sorry, that was a uh, technical snafu. And I overreacted. So, the director of that movie also directed Flubber. Uh, Jordan, you're writing on a show called Flubber, right? <laughs> See, <I tried> to. <laughs> no, that's That was great. good. Well, yeah, we wanted to do
4: a kind of a dark Flubber reboot for TV, for uh, AMC. Yes. So, it's a, you know, kind of a prestige thing. Gritty uh, Flubber. Gritty Flubber.
1: Yes. Uh, it's still a green slime based movie,
4: right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like... You know It does some morally reprehensible things But you still like it
1: Hell yeah
3: So
4: that's kind of what we wanted to bring to Flubber Uh, Flubber is really the You know Fifth character (laughs) In our show Uh, New York City is the fourth character Flubber is the fifth character
3: Third character Sin
4: Sin yeah (laughs) And then our Two leads are Wallace Shawn, and the <laughs> Divine Miss Dandy Newton. <laughs>
1: Who was it? So Dandy Newton. Oh, I thought you said Dame Judy Dench. Dame yeah. Duty. that would have,
4: that might. maybe you, you might have punched that up. So yeah, let's just to, just to recap the cast of our Gritty Flubber reboot. Uh, Dandy Newton, Wallace Shawn, Sin, uh, the city of New York, and
0: <laughs> the Flubber itself. And, and the Flubber itself. Dame Judy Dench. You always uh,
1: take my lines and Cut them out of the script. Oh,
3: he was about to say, and starring (laughs) in her final final
1: Final performance. (laughs) And introducing and saying goodbye to. (laughs) Damn, Judy Dench.
2: Damn, Judy.
1: Damn, Judy! Uh, see, this is scripted. This podcast. Yeah. Sorry, Jordan. I meant to say bubble.
2: Oh
4: that's yeah. Hard. Thank. You. No, that's okay. But they do. <laughs> those sound fun together if you say them close. Tell us
3: about bubble.
4: Well, uh, sure, guys. <laughs> I uh, I do a. This is a little tough to get into because we were joking about this being right. a scripted podcast. So I'm gonna go into real stuff mode. Okay. okay. And say this is, is actually a scripted podcast.
3: And this isn't scripted. What you're.
4: This saying. is not scripted. Okay, I mean, right. it's, I've talked about this on other podcasts before, right. so I kind of. Have a little spiel in my head, but, but
3: use different nouns this time. I will, yeah, sure, yeah. I'll
4: will t- tell this from the scorpions' point of view. <laughs> uh, this is a scripted podcast. Uh, it, it was based on a TV pilot that I wrote that uh, every uh, every TV person I met with said was too weird for television. Yay, I
2: bet it's great. Uh,
4: so yeah, so we decided to make an eight episode podcast about it. It's a, it's kind of about a a crazy um, a crazy sci fi city underneath a bubble. Um where it's uh yeah, it's kind of like a Portlandia s kind of hipster paradise, but mm-hmm. outside the bubble are these crazy monsters and the the main characters have to. Uh, use this kind of Uber like app to uh, to kill them uh, oh. to make rent. And, oh. uh,
3: to make
4: yeah. rent?
3: Yeah. So it's almost like Sea Lab 2021. Yeah, it
1: is a lot like that. Um, but instead of under the sea, it's uh, above the water. And the bubble okay. has some sort of a Mr. Furley or a landlord that charges them rent? <laughs> no, but there should be. And there's one guy pretending
3: to be gay? And no, one that, that to be gay. We should have done that too. Where were you guys in the brainstorming phases? <laughs> you gotta call us early and yeah.
4: often. I fucked up. Nobody listened (laughs) to this dumb thing. There's no... There's no Mr. Furley. There's no pretend gay guy. <laughs>
3: who are the uh, actors? Oh,
4: uh, check out this cast, guys. Uh, we got uh, uh, Allison Becker from Parks and Rec. Uh, uh, she's great. Uh, she's terrific. Uh, Eliza Skinner, uh, basically one of the best stand-up comics. She's terrific. Uh, Cristela Alonzo, who maybe uh, maybe you know from her TV show on the ABC I or as a, a voice sh- in Cars sh- 3. Did a show with her last night. Comment me out. Whoa! You could have used this as a conversation starter. Yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, Keith Powell from 30 Rock
1: don't know him don't know him that's no okay like him. 30, <laughs> he sounds bad <laughs> I,
4: I, I. I hate him uh, Mike Mitchell uh, from the Doughboys podcast uh, and oh, Love cool. on Netflix is also in it and a cavalcade of guest stars nice. uh, Judy Greer Helen Hong John Hodgman Need I Go On
3: Need I Go On she's ne- amazing Need I Go On we got in her <laughs>
2: final role
1: <laughs> she died in the recording booth
2: <laughs> I love a goodbye role oh,
1: so sadly she did not go on. Yeah, um, no, she living. The answer is yeah, no,
3: life. you don't need to go on. <laughs> <laughs> you,
4: I like it.
3: Um how many episodes did you make?
4: It's eight <laughs> episodes. Uh, the first the first couple should be out. As I'm gonna ask that dumb podcast guest question. When does
1: this come out? Oh sure At this, some point Oh A couple
4: yes. episodes are out You can get <laughs> At them At uh, point We can get them on You can get them Wherever you get your podcast Oh yeah this will be
1: on we, we throw this up immediately Yeah
3: Chris so what are fast What are
1: the, what yeah, are the podcasts Because there's no editing
4: Or work that goes in there <laughs> <laughs> No What uh, are the podcast Guest questions When does this come out Can I swear on this And have we started
2: Right yeah. <laughs> <Have> <laughs> we started? And can we stop that?
4: Can we stop and, uh, and also do we Have to keep podcasting <laughs> Yeah I, well, would. I would love to keep podcasting With you guys For as long as possible
1: This is so much fun It's
3: the best right
1: Yeah it is I, the best The only question I I don't like during a podcast is when does this end we've had a couple people ask Mm, that and that really hurts my feelings
3: and then I lock the doors and I'm like it ends when I say
4: (laughs) it (laughs) and then you like get on the freeway you speed up and
1: out comes your wavy knife (laughs) and you yell we're going to Tampa
3: (laughs) we're going to the grapevine (laughs) motherfucker Um, Love (laughs) hanging on
4: the grapevine with you guys.
3: What's the... We should definitely drive up to the grapevine sometime. (laughs) What's the last good-bad movie you've seen, Jordan? Oh,
4: last good-bad movie I've seen. Or bad-bad. Oh, bad... Okay, yeah, let's see. Have I seen any good-bads recently? Oh, you know what I watched the other day that I was hoping would be fun Mm good-bad? It was actually what-the-fuck (laughs) good-bad. Was... uh, Or was what-the-fuck bad-bad. Was, uh... Gamer? Have you guys heard of gamer? I've heard of it, but I know not of of it. It's got a little bad movie cult around it. This is a Gerard Butler joint. Uh, oh uh, sure, that fucking of, guy of I the three hundred abs oh. yes, <laughs> series. Yes, yeah. um, And he. This is in a in a in a in a dystopian future where. Uh, yeah, boy, it's confusing. Instead of viddy, instead of video games, instead of controlling a character you control someone who has a chip in their brain and you make them kill other guys. In real life. In real life. IRL. Wow. Uh, so and Gerard Butler is one of the, like, avatars, and this, like, punk kid controls him. Um, is this an old movie? Was it a it's young a- Gerard Butler? No, this is like a this is like a couple years after 300 and his star was not rising like perhaps he thought it would.
1: Right, and right. has to do this. He's, he's remained a dormant star, much like... Um, <laughs>
4: He has a. He I has wish a, I knew. Yeah. Stuff. sure. <laughs> <It's> so dramatic. <laughs> uh, he has a nude fight scene with Terry Crews, which is kind of fun. Yes. Uh, but other than that, it is boy. It is. It is both. It is. It is alternately confusing, and upsetting. Well, are it's they? One of the two. Are it's like they? watching UFC. It's like <laughs> either
1: I'm confused or upset. And I'm never having fun. <laughs> Maybe would like UFC more if they were nude the whole time. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's... Wait, yeah. were, are there all the way dick swinging, fighting? No, Both there needs to be. It? That would be great. That would help it. That's, yeah. Has a movie ever had
3: that? Well, they did, I mean, uh, 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 uh. What's that fucking Russian movie with... Oh, um, Eastern Promises. Yeah. Eastern oh. Promises
4: has... That has dicks out, right?
3: It's dicks out. <laughs> dicks but out. Dukes just... up, dicks out. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> Put up your nukes and pull out your dicks. <laughs> hey, come on, boys. It's time to fight in the sauna. But it's just Viggo Mortensen's dick. Yeah And they're very tasteful with it That's yeah. nice Well mm-hmm. it's
1: hard to mess up with his dick
3: the, Or anything <laughs> oh, his, involving him. Yeah
1: his dick's good in everything <laughs>
3: He is the greatest
4: <laughs> you like, You're like? you a Vigo fan
3: Well he's just Here's the thing about him He was married to Or went out with I can't remember for a long time To Exine Shravanka. Oh cool Which is the That's fucking right. coolest thing When I heard that It almost was like me hearing He likes me I was <laughs> just like What the fuck that guy who has the perfect face and the Kirk Douglas chin and is an amazing actor and is like, looks like a beautiful surfer. Yeah, yeah. He came over to the fucking goth girl punk side and got... I mean, that's
1: the and coolest. I, and I'm not one of these people, but some people out there might not know who she is. Who is she?
3: She's a lead. <laughs> <laughs> She's the lead singer of the band X, the punk band. Oh, X. I know, I know. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The other viewer, the we, audience, you, pass it on. Pass that's, it on. Ah, uh,
1: that's really cool. That makes me like him too. Yeah. Uh, I I rewatched The Clan of Western
4: Civilization recently. <sighs> uh, nice Blu-ray set of that came out. The one, first one or two. Uh, I've I watched all three recently. Oh, cool. And boy the the X segment of that it's a, it's a these are these are I'll, I'll be the audience surrogate here these are kind of little documentaries uh, of spheres directed them about the music scenes uh, and the first one is kind of about uh, 80s punk la and the X scene in that they are so young and beautiful and weird oh, uh, wow. it's just it's so fun to watch them because you're like these are the most compelling people. in the I don't know. It's great. And she is fantastic in and I absolutely understand Vigo Mortensen probably seeing that as a kid and saying like, I would like to
1: marry this woman. Oh, yeah, wow. He's, cool. She's such a badass. And the, the woman that made that movie, what else did she made some other that? Oh, world. Oh, of course. Yeah, she's great. And the Little Rascals movie. Of course. Great resume.
3: <laughs> and also Decline 2, which is the like basically uh, glam rock Years on the like Sunset Strip in LA, so it has like Poison and um, Aerosmith and wow. all these bands, and that thing is the funniest, most insane it fucking
1: movie you've rules. ever seen. It's every frame of it is perfection. Does it blow your mind that how did she end up directing Wayne's World then? I think because they just maybe they
4: were like we want someone to 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 bring some rock and roll cred to this movie right. about fake rock and roll guys. I and she know. has
3: good. She sh- I think that those documentaries showed what amazing taste of like understanding the little moments that are hilarious of people as oh, opposed wow. to like, because there's parts where like C.C. DeVille is talking about. Uh, like they're clearly on drugs and they're just talking. They're yeah. trying to be philosophical, right. and then they just keep catching themselves and, go, and like laughing at themselves. And it's it's so delightful. Like clearly she got them to a place where they were so comfortable oh, that wow. they were just like being themselves. Ooh, sorry, and I'm they mad at myself like,
1: for never seeing that. The will they, love one. it. I want you'll to see that second one. And the the, uh, the uh,
4: an amazing thing about it is that it is both fun and funny, and uh, but it also is very clear about this is a very toxic sexist environment Mm -hmm. and it like lets those guys hang themselves it like lets them at once be these kind of cool funny rock and roll guys but then also at one point you know at some point they'll show like but these guys are also kind of awful sexists and this (laughs) is a very anyway so it walks this weird tightrope of being critical but also making it Fun and funny I don't know It's a It's, it's a Well movie. you just
3: kind of Can't believe like There were those Lingerie <clears throat> contests At rock shows Yeah, yeah right exactly. And it would be like The oldest man I mean this is like This is like Baseline Donald Trump Esque behavior of like a really old man that used to own the, the Roxy or whatever, having a lingerie contest where he dicks the winner. And it's just like these poor 18 year old girls. There's one that I think she won and the, and Penelope Spheres asked her what she wants to do next. And she says,
2: "Actressing."
3: actressing. I mean, like it's like that. Level of like, which you she,
1: can't breathe. Wow, or she was really fancy because that actually, that word is pretty. <laughs> that's that, what they it use sounds in London. Really legit. Yeah. Mm. I've been actressing for about 25.
3: Quite some time.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. I really need to see that. It's good stuff. I want to see it so bad. And secretly, I've grown to enjoy poison. I hated them so much <laughs> when I was young. <laughs> why is that? How does that happen?
4: I, why, uh, why
3: I age I, into them.
1: I just don't get it.
4: What? I aged into Radiohead recently. Yeah,
1: oh. I heard you say
4: that. Did you
3: not like them before? No, I thought <laughs> okay. it was. I thought it
4: was. Pretentious noise mm-hmm. for eggheads. Some sure, of it is, sure. uh, but now I love
3: it. <laughs> <Because> thirty-six. <laughs> uh, you got uh, it. You know what it is. You've been hurt. You've been hurt. Maybe and now that's it, it makes sense yeah. to you. You've
1: been hurt by a robot. <laughs>
3: <laughs> You've uh, been hurt by someone with a wandering eye. Literally. <laughs> I've always my
1: my mom introduced me to Radiohead. I always brag about that because it doesn't seem like, but she had the Columbia record club where you lick the little stamps and mail it in. Yeah. And she got me such cool music that I didn't, that television album. Oh, yeah. And and, uh, Radiohead. She would order it knowing that I would like it. Yeah. And because she would just get jazz, flippy toe jazz music, like (laughs) frenetic jazz that made me nervous. And then I would just get this cool, would would like, I don't think a lot of, my sister, of course, showed me a lot of music and, and that was a big influence, but, Maybe it was by accident, but my mom introduced me to some of my favorite bands. Through the Columbia Record
3: Stamp Club. That's amazing. You know, I tried to get my mom to buy the Beatles White album when we were at Tuttle Drugs when I was ten years old. And she said yes at first and then she looked, she flipped it over and goes, We don't know what songs are on.
1: And I had to put it back because it was just—it was just the white album.
3: There wasn't any song listing.
1: That's so funny. So she's
3: like, "Is baby, can you drive my car?" On that, well, I don't want to <laughs> get it then.
1: It's funny that I remember my dad doing that, but it was the day I went to Musicland and I bought D R I, which is Dirty Rotten Imbeciles. It's sure. all about coffins and dying. Sure. And then the other album I bought was uh, George Michael Faith. <laughs> And that was wow. the one he took issue with, because I want your sex.
0: <laughs> yeah, the oh other one
1: is called dip, decrepit cattle fuck or whatever. <laughs> uh. That's so fun. I'll never forget that
3: That George Michael music Was der er mm-hmm. At the time It was so frank
1: I mean Put your tiny hand in mine Come on
3: That's called pedophilia My <laughs> sure. friend Yeah
1: that's not a father That's not anyone That you should consider
3: There was a boy yeah. At camp that I loved Who was a skater And punk rock I he lived in San Francisco And uh, Chris Johansson Was his name And he You know I was like 12 And he was The I could I've never seen anyone cooler, like, I was, like, truly breathtaking by him, and he had, like, DRI patches on his jean jacket and shit. Yeah. And that band always, like, I loved them, but they scared me. I was just like, oh, this is... These are these punk rockers, and they'll stab you, and... Right. You know what I mean? Like, I had this whole idea of, like, what that meant the, you know, the DRI scene, or whatever.
4: I was very afraid of the Misfits in a similar way. As a kid, I'm like, oh, I like this. This is cool and fast, but then I'm like, oh, boy, but it's about... It's about sex with a grandma I don't know this is what are we
3: doing here I don't know this is why am
1: I attracted to this what's, what's the matter with me they really mention Halloween a lot
3: <laughs> it's not
0: safe
1: right I, it's funny my a friend maybe they m- should write a song about the harvest
0: Ever thought of that
1: it was my friend uh, when I moved to Austin uh one of the screen printers who became one of my good friends with his, was in a band with the guy, uh, the drummer from DRI. And it was a funny story because he was like 14 or 15 and he just had rich parents and these older guys formed DRI with him because he was able to buy all the instruments and pay for travel and no stuff. No way. Yeah, and he was like a young drummer.
3: So he just footed and, the bill yeah, for his everything? his name was
1: Felix or something. Yeah, yeah. That's but then hilarious. they became a really well-known, like, you know, when punk and thrash or metal were kind of joining together. Mm-hmm. I think it was called thrash metal. Was it? Jordan? Crack me up on this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that wasn't even Jordan's You're voice. You're right. <laughs> Wait a minute. Good job, that? Chris.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you just turned into a Radiohead robot.
3: What's your favorite Radiohead song so far?
1: Yes. Oh, I love... Creep. Sure. Well,
4: I love Creep. Uh, Gotta
2: love Creep. Mm-hmm. Uh,
4: beepy Boopy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Clankety Clank. And, and, and
4: that that's face re- ma- girlfriend <laughs> I love knives out Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's one that's a math problem that I yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, two plus
1: one plus two. Yeah, yeah, it's a great song. Mm-hmm.
3: And yeah. you learn, which is am- that's it's like Schoolhouse Rock the it, way they did right. it. Right? Yes, exactly.
1: It's and beautiful. I know. And now it's these
4: beeps and boops, but at the end you're like, <laughs> now I know how a bill becomes a law. <laughs> yeah. Just subliminally
1: sank into my head. I just
3: gonna quit school. It's the
1: only <laughs> the only way you can learn is to have it sung to you by a tiny scroll. Yeah, <laughs> that is animated, right, guys? Uh, do people like, School I like uh, I like Burn the Witch a lot. Do people like the new stuff? Do Radiohead fans? I, hey, you're speaking to the choir. Yeah. I mean, I was in a group of backup singers for Radiohead. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you do all those haunting covers for
3: the David Fincher films? Ooh, those are great. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's very moving. It adds. I think I like green plastic watering can, and that's about it. That's the
0: one. No, just kidding.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Did you combine a bunch of songs into one? Isn't
3: it green plastic watering can?
1: There's a green plastic trees. Guys, everyone likes a Karen.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I like Whitney Houston.
4: (laughs) Yeah, she's great. <laughs> What's she up
3: to? She...
1: Mostly. Her... Do you like her new stuff? What's it's the new Whitney? Yeah, <laughs> the Shoop It's A little more though. melodic. It's a lot of creaking and yeah. moaning.
3: It is funny to think. Do you? Did you guys watch the Whitney and Bobby Brown reality show? What? When it was on? No. Well, I would recommend looking it up.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: It was absolutely. Jaw droppingly incredible because they're both blatantly on drugs. They're on
1: crack. Yeah. Or crack is whack. Crack's report they're they're freebasing, fancy. They're free cocaine. they're
3: probably freebasing. Sure. And there's a lot of mismanagement of uh things. But then there's also these breakthrough moments <laughs> that are so amazing. Like you, you they've just been fighting with each other for like twenty years. They know each other so well. Right. And it's just insanity, but she, it really is like they did a reality show that kind of captured her decline.
1: Oh wow! That was
3: on like E or one of those channels. Wow! Yeah,
1: I had, don't even know about it. Yeah, I'd look it up if I were you. I think so it's like maybe that initial
4: wave of reality shows actually had some weird reality in it because they weren't so manicured yeah maybe you could have some authentic moments
3: yeah like Anna Nicole Smith
4: oh yeah sure I know some people who swear by the uh Britney Spears Kevin Federline
1: reality show yes because now there, I had a friend that was like a producer on that, uh, oh Honey Boo Boo Child. What was oh, it? Oh yeah, sure. The uh, whatever it was called. But they would feed lines to that. You know, that kid didn't come up with better redneck ignizer or whatever. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, my friend
1: Chris would go up and whisper, think of things, and whisper it to her, and she'd repeat it. Say
4: shimmy shammie molasses. <laughs> and it was
1: like, and then. <laughs> <laughs> and that's oh. all. T-shirts for the rest of everyone's yeah. life. And my 10th favorite, Radiohead
4: song.
3: Uh... Did you make up shimmy shimmy molasses? Or is that it. hers? I love it. Yeah,
4: I, I did make that. I made that up. My, if it was something she said on the show, <laughs> I am <Shimmy>. not surprised. <laughs> While snapping her fingers. <laughs> shimmy
2: shimmy molasses. <laughs> you then, win the beauty contest. And then
4: her like, brother falls down the
1: stairs. <laughs> 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 and then they, they try to get her Wounds in a backyard mud pool. <laughs> right. Remember that one where they just were all in a mud pool? Oh, I you guys know. didn't actually watch no, it. No, I did I, I, I am going on it. a real thin I, knowledge I, about I what may, I on made up show. the mud pool. I don't know, know. it. Right
3: <laughs> that's me. okay because Shimmy Shammy Molasses is also made up. So <laughs> yes, don't yeah. worry about
1: it. Oh god, that's a shirt.
3: I think I've only ever seen gifts of that show. Because I don't yeah, want I don't want to see all of it. Right. Yeah,
1: that is a very depressing premise. Yeah. Yeah, and it's almost like just it's mean-spirited just to aim a camera at that, 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 that family. Yeah. <laughs> it's like wait, wait till you see what happens.
4: Is that still a? Is that still a trend it's still trends the like the the
1: strange backwoods family with a weird job. Is that do those shows still happen? Right. That was a seems thing like thing for a while. That was bad, uh, but now just the world is bad, so I, I think that took over.
3: Yeah, no one wants to watch uh, a bunch of weirdos in the forest be weirdos, because now it's there's it's just the news. Sure. Yeah,
1: yeah, now the news is Doug Dynasty.
3: If for real.
1: <laughs> I, I did a show on in Texas, a small town in Texas, and really, I was the close-minded one, because I thought, because there were no sleeves and missing teeth, that they were going to be dumb, but they were really sweet people, and they liked me, and I went out with this whole town like the mayor. Thank you, Karen.
0: She,
1: she puts her hand in front of me when there's a red light because she cares about me. I would have flown right through the glass. I know. Uh, but that that we went out the mayor, I'm not kidding, the mayor owned the place where we did the show and then he also came out with us. And he <laughs> right. including five other men, men had duck dynasty tattoos. What? Yeah yeah like oh just of a profile of a duck. Maybe some of them were for... And the
3: profile of Joan Collins (laughs) from Dynasty. (laughs) Just anything. The plus
1: sign, and the equals.
3: (laughs) And the host of concentration was over here.
1: (laughs) They were just fans of a lot of things and had the tattoos to prove it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, I, uh, I, I never did watch... I don't want to watch that.
3: I actually have watched Duck Dynasty. It's very addictive. Like the, It's like the Kardashians where nothing's happening and you have no feelings. Mm-hmm. And it, it's almost like it makes the space for feeling absolutely nothing for half an hour. Right. And then you're like, I need to do that again. And then you end oh. up watching nine hours of it because sure. you're like... It's just these people with beards pretending to live right. and they have a ton of money, but they look for, yeah. oh my God, my brain can't like Be- wrap itself around it. Because it is.
1: It goes back to the reason we we're talking about it. it is fully scripted. Oh like yeah. They are, they, then you say this, then you talk about this fake problem. Can you do that? Yeah. Sure.
3: Take your wives and do a duck hunting blind. They, their hair is curled and they have high heels on. Right. Which is like, this would never happen.
4: And then at the end you all learn to salsa dance.
3: <laughs> yes, dance exactly. <laughs>
4: (laughs) Yeah, no, I know. There are, like, some, you know, there are some, like, TV shows that I, like, you know, have and want to watch, but then I'm like, how am I feeling today? Am I feeling depressed? Am I feeling bad? Like, maybe I can't watch this right now. It might be... Yeah, I, I, I totally get how it's nice to have just a nice medium feelingless show I guess that's me That's I do that with Simpsons reruns now that they're like yeah. all app-based I definitely like I can't have a feeling right now time to <laughs> turn on the Mr. Plow episode you and,
1: know and a lot of people will judge me for it but I do that with uh, I, it's just because it's on Netflix and I watch Friends and I don't know why it just puts me in a good mood it's yeah. nothing there's it's a joke-heavy show and a lot of the jokes are good and yep. you can say what you want about current David Schwimmer but What's the matter with Kurt Schwimmer? He's the best. He just is. No one says shit about Schwimms. The whole show. Even Joey. I just.
4: But yeah. That's my new podcast. <laughs> shit about Schwims <laughs>
0: Shit
4: about <laughs> Schwimms. Th- I'm promoting two things. I'm promoting Bubble and shit about Schwimms. Yep. <laughs> uh, where we all just uh, theorize as to what David Schwimmer might be up to that day. Is, yeah. He's
3: just at home just priding himself on the job he did as Robert Kardashian. Oh, right. Because uh, he was He was amazing. good in that. He was great. Right.
1: Yeah yeah, He was great And he knows it And probably acts like I'm
3: sure it. he throws That shit around The Starbucks that Near his house <laughs> <and he's laughs> a Real dick to people
1: I bet he throws co- Hot coffee On people At Starbucks Cause he <laughs> seems Like a real Tool shed But back in the day What a delightful show And just in the background It's either that Or
4: You have strong forensic feelings files. About David Schwimmer
1: uh, Yeah I don't like him Yeah uh, Yeah like I'll him. tell him To his face Okay, no. Didn't like the Made for TV movie Breast men
0: you <laughs> <laughs> uh, believe he
1: wrote He uh, shouldn't have written that uh, Swim dog millionaire
3: I am watching as my Friends mm-hmm. these days A British series called Doc Martin Okay That take, takes place on the Cornish countryside Seaside uh, Seaside town, fictional town of Port Wynn And the Doctor is a real... Uh, anal retentive almost borderline on the spectrum perfectionist and he's in this town of characters and it takes place in this beautiful seaside real town Uh where every day is bright blue which you know they they had to shoot every episode a four day span in july and it is i turn it on and i immediately like decompressed into sleep and it happened Like it's It's clockwork It's Have like you ever taking melatonin
1: you a, a full episode no.
3: no, No 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 I <laughs> never make it to the end Because it's an hour long And it's really slowly paced And it's like The kind of comedy Where like a dog Keeps walking into The doctor's office That's like That's
0: like a, An <laughs> entire storyline it's, it's great gag.
3: It's <laughs> Oh it's all messy and stuff Is and it then, a yeah. wink
1: That it's called Dog Martin, because, I mean, it's, that's yeah, already he's a, a he's a
3: skinhead. He's he like oh, right. the booze. Yeah, it's all <laughs> about He's one of the, the working class guys. I'm he's a skinhead. He's not one of the racist ones. He's right, a, right. No one talks he's
1: about the skinhead straight doctors. Etch. He's yeah. a straight-edge <laughs> skinhead loves doctor. Minor Threat. <laughs> so he's got the two X's drawn on his
4: hands. <laughs>
3: he will not drink. He gets mad at smoking. Yeah. You know, a doctor.
4: Yeah, his receptionist is Henry Rollins.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: he punches everyone when they come in the door.
1: Oh, I love when he has a cameo.
4: Oh yeah, Rollins does a good cameo. Uh,
3: it no? made a disagreement. Okay,
4: what's your least favorite Rollins cameo? Would you say him doing stand-up? Yes, thank you. There it is. Word. It's spoken word. It's, it's,
0: it's, it's
4: that is a weird thing. The '80s punk guy is now a stand-up comic. That is a strange.
3: I think thing it's that, that thing. The when. Musicians, uh, singers especially get famous and the fame begins to recede. Sure. But they've really, they've gone to a place that you kind of like, of course you don't ever want to leave and, and, they don't stay there forever. So they, it always happens that they go to comedy and then they're like, I should do comedy. I'm hilarious. And it's like, no, you're the lead singer of a popular band, which means everyone laughs when you try to be funny. Sure. Right. And that doesn't mean you're funny. No. <laughs> and they don't know that. And so they just kind of go and they, it's that ego of writing on your fame and not letting yourself acknowledge that people will laugh. You could fucking recite the alphabet, and they will do what you want because they're crazy fans of your music.
1: Right, I've seen it a lot. Yeah. yeah, I always was giving comedy the credit of like of musicians liking it because they're like, oh, that's the ultimate art form. But it's like, no, I got addicted between songs, making people laugh, and yeah. I think it's easy. Yes. And boy, oh boy, were they wrong! I uh, <laughs> I watched a video recently of
4: like. Jello Biafra doing something stand-up comedy like, uh, and I'm like, oh, this is interesting, and uh, and I'm like, I wonder what this is like. Oh boy, it really drifted. And you know, and Jello Biafra from the Dead Kennedys is the most like lefty, you know, burn it all down type guy. Yeah, uh, with a hilarious Fred Schneider voice. Um, <laughs> oh he he talks like he's like this. Oh no. Uh, yeah, sure, smash the state, okay. <clears throat> Um and he was veer. It was recent. He veered over into some like college kids are snowflakes stuff. He's like, that's why I can't speak on- at universities anymore because everyone's offended. I'm um, like, oh come on, no. man, you're a conservative now.
1: Oh yeah, Is yeah. He? It's, it's weird. No,
4: I think he. I think he think. I think he would say he's like a revolutionary or a radical left guy. But but it. He had that like rhetoric of like snowflakes can't handle it. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, come on, man. Like. That it makes it very hard to listen to you when that's your when you have that, Just that chip word. on your shoulder. I find yeah. like those
3: the anarchist type who it made a ton of sense to be you, that anarchist personality in the eighties and nineties, they knew exactly where they were. But now they're like getting weirdly militarized on the internet and they're actually they don't realize they're becoming men's rights activists or like gamer gators like they're they're getting pulled into these things of like take all this energy that you had towards smashing the state and start you figure out like this person's college students are oppressing you because they have different opinions or like all that shit that it's like you're all reading the same fucking website
1: yeah yeah all, you, let I'm me, clearly uh,
3: talking about someone specific. Okay, whips, we're whips, yeah,
4: okay, whips. we're past. Okay, elephant, oh, yeah. elephant in the car. Oh, uh, we just we, passed yeah. some guys At a public park having some sort of whip. Class. They were they were alert. They but it, wow, they had a, a
1: duffel bag of extra
4: whips. <laughs> well, I don't know how many people are going to show up. It's just two of them, but they wanted <laughs> yeah. to make sure
3: in oh, case yeah. we have to meet under the power station. They were yeah. like directly underneath, well, like a power grid. That's because
1: it's a series of bars, and they can whip and. Like, hopefully it wraps around it and they can do an Indiana Jones swing. Oh,
4: yeah. Or, yeah, or get
1: electrocuted. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's how the themselves. class ends.
3: Oh, that was actually a suicide pact, that we just saw. <laughs> oh, no,
1: yeah. these guys are going to, okay, we're both going to whip the cord at the same time, right? You whip around my neck. Wait, first I just start masturbating. <laughs> whip
4: the power station. And we'll both come as the charge is it's moving
1: into our body. most complicated in excess death. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Oh We're going to come it's as we get of- electrocuted to death. <laughs>
3: In the public, a small public park. <laughs> the last. Public auto erotic.
1: But it's, it's not a great trip, road. man. It's <laughs> duo erotic.
3: we got to yeah. do this, buddy. <laughs>
1: Oh man, we had fun with those two nerds Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Having fun the... with a hobby Fuck them yeah. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> them Being outside oh, Hobbies and man. ponytails Yeah
4: they're, Get they're out Goddamn cargo shorts We're Like, are like, we wrap this up I have an iguana to get home too He can feed him some freeze-dried
1: worms It's almost four He has to watch me juggle <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he has to watch
3: me juggle. He needs to. He has to do that. He gets uncomfortable if I'm not juggling him. Yeah, for yeah.
1: and, and then he molts early. Oh, that's fun. Let's, yeah. let's go do this to their faces. Yes. Hey, <laughs> motherfuckers We, we need to get um, we immediately get whipped. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I
3: actually was there's another park on the like in closer to North Hollywood and I was walking around. There's a walking trail around it. Uh, and there was a guy in the center of the park that I was kind of walking around who was doing two whips by himself. Wow. And it's super fucking loud. And it's really weird. Like, when someone's doing that in public, a yeah. whip is a very... Threatening, dangerous, sure, no. large, like weapon. Yeah,
1: it's up there with a crossbow. It's just also <laughs> a obscure, right, yeah. uh, or you know, it's or a mace. Like it, maybe you can run away from uh, the crossbow's Is a different situation. Yeah, that's, that's just a little. A it's scary. A little bit that's a scary murderer. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, someone, someone with like a uh, a weapon that harkens back to. In their heads, what maybe a better time? <laughs> I'm scared. I remember scared when men were men, where you could uh, hug it, hug any woman you wanted to, and you just start whipping in public. The most, was
3: what, the 1400s, yeah, 1400s.
1: <laughs> most conversations ended with a sharpened stick. <laughs> Those were the days. Those were the days. Oh God! I wish my dad talked to me more when I was a kid. <laughs> Guys, look at
3: the Equus Film Festival.
1: Uh, can wow. we go? Shit. we are driving by the Los Angeles Equestrian
4: Center. It's so gorgeous. And yeah, the Equus Film. No, I don't. I have never seen the play Equus, but I know that is the go-to joke. Is the go-to poll when you want to make a joke
1: about horse fucking. Yes. Right. Uh, you, you mentioned it earlier. I did. Yeah. It
3: oh, came God. up. We
1: we should call this podcast Full Circle.
3: Equus yeah. is my scorpion in the boot. <laughs> That's the story I'll you keep telling. I'll pull that one out yeah. every fucking time. I have no... I don't care. <laughs> I, if it applies, I say it.
1: I uh, I don't... Tell me about it. I don't know about Equus.
3: It's about a troubled boy. Sure. Who is sexually attracted to horses.
1: You're talking about the Black Stallion. <laughs>
3: I love that movie so much. Yeah, me too. Yeah,
1: it's it's one of my early movie watching memories. My cousin
3: Stevie auditioned for the Black Stallion Mm. and was down to like the final three, and he may he was a
1: just Stevie from Temecula. Petaluma Petaluma. Sorry I don't know why Petaluma is the
4: Temecula of the North
1: All words that end with A Are the same word to me (laughs) (laughs) Sorry Petaluma
3: Petaluma It's like I
1: don't know you
3: It's (laughs) alright It's better that we don't know each other (laughs) It's a comedy
0: Yeah
1: And that we have a podcast Where we don't look at each other Yes Eyes on the road
0: Yep (laughs) Friendship Friendship on the road. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Stevie Uh
1: was from... Petaluma. That's right. I never wow, had a horse awesome. period as a kid. I never was
4: interested in horse, horses. Horse play around the pool I was. But <laughs> sure, as uh, long as you're not
1: running. So yet.
3: you're telling me you didn't grow up rich. No, I did <laughs> not grow up well, rich. Get out.
1: <laughs> I, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't, never had a horse phase, but I did have a phase where I played with homemade blocks my dad made. Because, you know, we were poor.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I had a <laughs> horse phase, blocks. but it was only because there was the one horse in the field who wouldn't oh. let you ride her. Mm. But she was just hanging out kind of Retired. When you say the field, <laughs> i having. I don't know exactly how oh, you did, you're picturing you what I know hear? of Petaluma. <laughs> it's one big field. Oh, okay. With four horses in it. Um, we lived next door to my Aunt Jean, who had a, a farm, and she had, a, I think they had like 50 acres or something like that. And they had one horse named Lady that just wandered around all of those acres doing whatever the fuck she wanted. And all we wanted to do was ride her, and she was like, no goddamn way. And and um, that was my horse period.
1: Have you guys seen Martha Kelly's appearance on the show This Is Not Happening, I think it's called, the storytelling thing? You know, she tells a story of passing a horse in a field, and it was kind of recent, I think. And it's such, knowing Martha, it's such a Martha story. She thought the horse was recognizing her, wanting to communicate, wanting to be her friend. <laughs> she climbed over the fence, uh, and the horse got aggressive and pinned her in the st- against a tree for hours, <laughs> and there was a standoff. And the people that owned the horse drove by and just saw her in the field against a tree, and she just waved at them, and, and they, like, waved and drove off, and eventually she ran and got over the fence. But this horse was... Uh, like wanted to fight her Yeah And uh, did not want to be friends And it made me laugh Because Um She used to Always pick up Stray animals and stuff And Um in baskets, she picks up a coyote. That's, it's a running thing.
3: It's so funny.
1: <laughs> and yeah, Horses
3: are actually, I think, not as friendly as most people assume them. Most young 12-year-old girls assume they are. No, they're
1: big, veiny, toothy assholes. And
3: they're real, like, flinchy and sensitive and fucking... They're all tweakers. Yeah, they're
1: on something. <laughs> for sure. I don't know why they're ripped. Getting, all getting, k- getting kicked by a horse is a fear
4: of mine. It seems like an awful way to die. It seems it, like you would die slowly of internal bleeding. Joe, yes. It's my
1: least favorite genre of viral video. <laughs> 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 What's your most favorite, would you say?
3: Uh, powerboat accidents? I think
1: <laughs> Russian
4: dash cam crash?
3: That's my favorite. I do Power- like those. I, can- <laughs> I do like
4: Body's those. Body
3: skipping across the lake. <laughs> Have you seen the one where it's it's these people going clearly going 120 miles an hour in a powerboat and they're. They put it to the song uh turn down for what <laughs> and
0: it builds and builds of them like
3: going and it, there's a they have a dash cam so it's showing the four mm. people and they fucking hit something and the whole boat turns and they have it all on video and they all it's the one of the craziest things you've ever seen you look that it up.
1: sounds amazing it's the best i've oh i think i've seen it they're all it, they yes. they're kind of swaying and then all of a sudden they really get whipped yes. to the side and a guy like he broke his leg. That's how I know that because we had that video on True TV and they let <laughs> us know of the injuries. And if there is a death, there usually just was nothing about it. There's there no death, though, right? I think that I accidentally watched people die several times for World's Dumbest and... But no, no, genius. no,
3: but in that boat... I no, no, no,
1: no. Okay. They all lived yeah. to be the, a drunk and on a boat the next year. <laughs>
3: they lived to go to Lake Havasu again. <laughs> yeah. Good.
1: To, fu- to fist fight and waste deep water over <laughs> who drank the last monster. <laughs> I uh, My favorite
4: kind of thing in that genre is there is a there's a video called gallon smashing prank and it's these little wieners these little like 15 year olds who all you know who have like tight pants and hair in their face (laughs) And they go into grocery stores and they get two gallons of milk or, you know, like orange drink. Uh-huh. And they just walk for a little bit and then they smash them and pretend to slip in the milk. And it, <laughs> it's just mindless. And the fact that they call it a prank, it's like there's no wit to it. It's just destruction.
3: And, and they get hurt.
4: They get hurt. Yes. And like people will, people are nice in the grocery store and come over to try to help them and then they'll just like fall more. And it is... It it is insanely funny and makes me want to quit comedy just because, like, I will never do anything that good. Right. It's like any, like, droll remark that I could write. Yeah. Like, no, just gallon smashing prank is so
1: funny. Is so much funnier than brand news. Yeah. they coming up with an idea. Oh, and that's the best.
3: nothing's better, not even just funny, but, like, in, ter- in terms of just having an experience than watching Russian dash cam footage of a guy that's standing there and almost gets hit by a truck and then like leans back to miss a truck by two inches. Yeah. Like those ones, have you seen those? Or like the the guy that's standing on the side of the freeway and it's raining and the car spins out and the guy goes like this and the car goes between. Yeah, I
1: mean, uh, there's something called Chive TV, Jordan, which is what Fuel, where we used to work, should have turned into because it's just background. You don't need it. Yeah, not
3: it's like, fuse. It's and fuel, not fuel, fuse. Fuel, yeah, so, No,
1: it's okay. Uh, I, I I did some stuff on fuse, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's a John. It's it'll always be a category. It's like close calls, and it's it is my favorite of those categories. It's the best. Next to piglets. <laughs> piglets are good. I started uh, following on Instagram. Pigs are awesome, and. Uh, Let's just say I haven't eaten bacon for a week.
0: Aww.
1: Let's just One week. If one bacon. No, one we'll one just week. say it. I <laughs> ate bacon for- <laughs> fucking every morning. But let's just say it. Uh, no, I don't think I will. I really... Let these guys, uh, they're these smart. Instagram pigs. They're smart and they're cute and they're, I think, maybe better than dogs. Not that it's a contest, but uh, I have started eating dogs.
3: Well, they're better tasting than dogs, I'll tell you that. Yeah, tell
1: right that. Yeah. I know that oh! from certain... Barbecues.
4: <laughs> do you see uh do you see a tiny potbelly pig as a pet in your future?
0: <gasps> Chris. Oh, I mean, he's so great. You I should do it. Call so me cute. George
1: Clooney <laughs> Clooney owns a lot of pigs, everybody. Does he? Yeah, he's a pig man. He always has been. <laughs> That's
4: The two things I know about Clooney, uh Tequila? owns a lot of pigs and then lots of pranks
1: on set. Thanks.
3: Lots of onset <laughs> pranks. Yeah. A jokester. Mm, did, you never uh, know
1: what you're gonna get. I really did, did, did have you heard the prank or he tells it on a talk show where he, his friend something about his roommate's cat like in college.
3: He had his friend cat sit for him. Okay. Do you want me to tell it? Yes,
1: please. That's <laughs> probably a story we've told what, on this well, podcast. Well, what's weird
3: is me and Georgia and uh, Stephen just talked about this the other oh, night. Oh, okay. So, uh, he asked his friend, and I think it was Grant, that guy that's good friends with him that's in a bunch of stuff, and I, do you know that guy's name? It's like Grant Hebroth or something, like that. something like that. Grant or something like That's right. Yeah. And, uh, Uh, So he said Can you cat sit for me Then he says The cat is constipated Can you just watch And make sure Mm -hmm. That it goes to the bathroom The cat never goes To the bathroom Because George Clooney Is breaking into the house And cleaning the cat box Every day So then Grant Hesloff Is getting more and more worried About this cat With constipation (laughs) And then after five days George Clooney goes in And shits in the cat box himself So it looks like The cat took The hugest dump
0: Wow That is
1: a long game Yes and he, and he, the reason I love that story is when he was on, what show was he on? I can't remember if it was Conan or, but that Megan, person. The
3: Megyn Kelly program?
1: I think that it was a, a, a story that he wasn't planning, he legitimately wasn't planning on telling because he hesitantly started telling it. He's like, oh, all right. <laughs> And it's a really funny story. And yes, it makes me like George Clooney. Um,
3: He absolutely planned on telling that story. And they have to clear them like days ahead.
1: Oh, really? There's no way. There's no way. Let me love. George Clooney.
3: Nothing's real, Chris. <laughs> Don't love anything.
1: Better redneck nice Molasses <laughs> two step. It seems. Sassy, smassy, molasses. Yeah. What was it? Sh-shimmy shimmy, shammy molasses, I think. <laughs> if I'm remembering my own nonsense correctly. <laughs> oh, it's the best sense. Yeah. It's the best sense, is non <laughs> it does seem
4: like, it's like those those Flash comics where he would put on the metal boot so he would slow down. It is Clooney telling the story that forces you to imagine him right. shitting in a cat box. Yes. It's like, yeah. how handsome am I? Yeah. How... how What can I do (laughs) to squash the idea of me as the world's most handsome man? Will this do it? Probably won't. No, there's no way. I just I
1: mentioned having a litter box in my home, and I'm too ugly for people to like me anymore. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Clooney can talk about handling it, and then leaving a human deuce. He
3: can do what he wants. But there's pictures (laughs) of
1: him when he is like in his 20s with pigs. There's pictures. He's always been a pig owner. Wow. Look up. Google Clooney pig no, photos. I won't. Some questionable stuff comes up. <laughs> that guy isn't George right. Clooney. It's, George. it's fan art. It's that's, an artistic license. That's, that's what's George, in their imagination. George Clooney is a uh, yeah. animal. Um, no, I can't think of the word. Does matter. I'm done L- talking hybrid. about George L- Clooney. Lover, you just dropped off. <laughs> <that. laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, just, an animal hybrid. George Clooney <laughs> is a. <laughs>
3: he's a Dr. Moreau type right. character. He's he a, he's part yeah. bat. He's geologist <laughs> or whatever.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what I was? I, I yeah. could think of. If yeah. I can't think of a word. I dropped the subject.
2: Okay. All right.
3: But
1: anyway, All right. I'm I'm, I, I'm not gonna eat pigs anymore, you guys. Okay. Yeah.
3: Okay. Well, then I'm gonna eat twice
1: the pigs. I'm gonna still eat fish chickens yeah
4: until you find a cute fish Instagram
1: <laughs> yeah like, there is there is there is there is a there is a bunch of like aren't animals awesome and it's pigs running to people it's and then uh, chickens running and hugging people it's that like that just happened once yeah it's, yeah, it's that's but not real. Then, hugging people the, like, like the with, with their wings one. they put their wings around. There, a guy holds <laughs> down his hand yeah and put the wigs around, and then close our eyes and ra- no. wait till you see it, Karen. <laughs> Not everything is a produced segment. Yeah, <laughs> I grew up you have to farm. allow for some spontaneity. It's-
3: chickens but- are chickens are the worst. Cows are the worst, and sheep. I would have killed them myself if I could have they are, I had to take care of them, I had to run them I had to feed them and water them They are the most ludicrous animal And they have fucking lizard eyes Oh boy I am here to tell you
1: they I am not a big fan of their rectangular vertical pupils <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: It's scary no. and weird
1: Yeah, yeah. those are contact lenses Some magician <laughs> wears at a Halloween party Not an animal's god given yeah. eyes They're
3: trying to freak you out Michael Jackson style and It's not cool did you ever have to take an animal down yourself?
4: You're farming, <laughs> take them down, <laughs> no. like you had to snipe him from I the roof. I had to
3: shoot a rabid lamb once. Huh? No, no, um, no, but I did. Our we had a goat growing up, and a goat named Yubi. and in our like he just used to stand on a little house in our field, in our backfield. Because they like to be high up. <laughs> that field, yes, yeah. they, they like to be on top of things, and. Uh, a dog from the neighbor that was, you know, two miles away down there on their ranch. They were like a weird biker. It was like a biker's enclave, basically. And their dog, this German shepherd, snuck up their field into ours and attacked our goat. Oh, no. And so uh, they got the dog off the goat, but then they, they had to shoot the dog. Because yeah. once dogs taste blood, they, they can't. They have to shoot them. And it was one of the most upsetting, saddest things because the little girl who lived in the fucking vikers' enclave, whose dog it was, stood at the, at the end of her fence uh-huh. watching as all these men in the neighborhood had to assemble and come over to our house with their rifles. And then my Uncle Steve took the shot oh and killed the dog and everyone was standing there and she just stood at the fence and cried and it was the worst and then me and my sister stood in the house because my parents wouldn't let us go outside watching her and we were crying oh it was gosh. fucking oh awful God. and that goat lived for like 25 more years wow the goat survived and was absolutely fine well, that's kind of a happy ending it's a horrible horrible it- farm story this is what happens to you as a farm child yeah and uh you never get over it very bleak well, Right?
1: Yeah, goats aren't supposed to win over dogs
3: But I mean, it's a bad. it was a
4: bad dog Well, they keep the can population under control So they're <laughs>
0: for the environment
3: You don't have to recycle if you have yes, a goat It's the best You feed it to
4: them They love to eat cans
3: They love a can These are
4: the things I know about goats
3: <laughs> Um, Guys, what do you think? Have we done it?
1: I, th- I, think we we really I think we podcast really nailed. I think we podcast. I mean, I started out slow. I'm talking about me personally. Yeah, let's critique ourselves. <laughs> I really, okay, we good. do. You
3: go, Chris. Give yourself a number, a letter grade.
1: Well, it's a three part series. <laughs> <laughs> I really started really weak. Mm-hmm. I peaked in the middle, mm-hmm. and right now I'm I'm very, I'm almost napping. Oh, so I right. really—it's just a perfect mountain. What
3: does that average out to? Right, oh, grade wise.
1: I'm real bad at this Like even the uh, Where's your pain On one through ten Like I never know What to say Okay But I think I uh, If it is a one through ten
3: Yeah
1: um, Which it's not I said it was a
3: grade But go ahead I I give myself
1: uh, about an 8 Which Or as you, In your grade system It was about a B minus
3: A B minus yeah. I agree with that
1: mm-hmm. Jordan
3: Jordan <laughs> What's your grade? Uh, yeah I mean I think I uh, You know
4: I think you'll, there's a, a lot of uh, A lot to like About my performance On this podcast <laughs> Yeah um, You know I mean I, I feel A little bad About the Just riff. say <laughs> A Jordan That's it's about the riff About you know White people who say That they're Native American I just hope people Didn't take that The wrong way okay. Right right I and know, my
1: follow up, my follow up. Yeah, I uh, mean, yeah, it can get kind of dodgy either. when you're being yeah.
4: critical of things like that. Maybe the critique doesn't come through, and people think you're saying something that you aren't. So
1: I just, you know, I feel a little bit bad about that. I wish. You How know, would you just, give a grade to? What would your grade be on bringing that subject back up?
4: Uh, a okay, A plus, <laughs> reminding <laughs> of people of something potentially upsetting. Can't <laughs> yeah. remember Karen's dead dog story. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, I think we, I, I hopefully I, we covered all our bases on that. And, yeah, I mean, I think I, I was I was pretty good at chatting. Uh, I'm getting to be a better listener to where I feel like I don't have to jump in at every minute, mm-hmm. uh, which is something I'm working on.
3: It's a tough one. That's a tough
1: one. Um. So, yeah, I think Solid B. I'm starting to understand Why certain professors Allowed you to give yourself A grade This is very therapeutic Isn't it good it nice. Karen what do you, you think You really want to be
3: honest uh, I think you're both wrong <laughs>
1: uh, No you said, that you said you agreed When I gave myself A B minus Jokey, jokey. I love jokes
3: I would just like to say Jordan That I, I would like you To fold in the consideration Sure the saying shimmy shimmy molasses yeah. <laughs> I think it kicks you up into the A category oh, the it was the guys. biggest laugh of the show thank I have
1: you. to yeah I have to say that's what I was thinking of the whole time too yeah it, anyway. was,
3: just, it was a moment of joy thank you so it's nice of you to say thank you, you really You're slammed it right. means a just, lot coming from, cool.
4: from you two who are two of the funniest people there are
3: thank you oh come well, on well then I get an A plus yeah yes. well I wish I'd
1: heard they that are. good news <laughs> can I give myself an A too
3: <laughs> anyway nope it's Too late. so I win And
1: (laughs) 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 I win and
0: and also
4: you
1: lose. (laughs)
3: And because I said that I lose.
1: Um I'm gonna go ahead and end this. Wrap it. Uh you've been listening. To Jay's garage <laughs> do, do you need a ride? I've been thinking about I saw Jay Leno last night Okay
3: You did? Yeah. At Comedy Magic Show? <laughs> yeah, he was wearing denim It was perfect you,
1: Jay Leno and Cristela Alonzo? That's a hell of a show I mean Were you the
3: headliner? Were you the middler? got
1: to save the you? details for next time Okay Whoa. You've been listening to Do you need a ride? D-Y-N
2: A-R Are you leaving? Are you on your way? Either way, we wanna be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date, terminal and gate. We wanna send you off in style. We wanna welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Mouth horn. <laughs> Boop <laughs>